At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. All the 
this town. Contessa, Contessa, I don't wanna, don't wanna fight. Oh, Contessa, it'll be alright. Contessa, just let me stay the maker there with Contessa. So I got very excited to hear you play this evening. Um, I had a little listen to you on Spotify. Uh, I see that your, your new album's up there. And uh, there was a there was a kind of a shout out to your influences like Morrissey, Pulp, Bowie, yeah. Joy Division. Absolutely. Uh, so that's, that's all my teenage heroes. Like just a little slice of them, obviously. But like, you know, that was, that's what I grew up listening to is, is indie rock. So how is British indie rock uh, resonate with your style and your, your kind of music? What, what's your history with it? Uh, I, j I just started... the first time you heard My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, uh, you know, when I was a kid, uh, my mom had a record collection. And <coughs> I guess she had a really good record collection. Because, <laughs> you know, I was... I, I just kind of started exploring with her record record collection and it was Prince and you know U2 and Michael Jackson and David Bowie and then there were these like obscure bands like Pulp you <laughs> know and <laughs> what I don't know if she listened to Pulp but we which had, which we had the record which Pulp album out of interest it was the uh, what was the name of their first record Common People Oh, yeah, uh, no, 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 wait, wait, we wait, wait, wait. definitely had Common People, but it was the, f the first one. Yeah, yeah, I know, hold on. Oh, I, we had, um, we had Television, Marky Moon, and Adventure, and, like, you know, a 10-year-old so ten, ten listening to, <laughs> <laughs> to that stuff. Different classes, uh, well, his and hers was their first album, but different classes, uh, like, they're classic. Um... So basically, your mum is the, the reason, the, the influence behind your lifelong love of good well, music. I think she, she planted the seed with, with the music. Absolutely. I mean, she was like, you're going to listen, you're going to listen to this Zeppelin album and you're going to learn how to play drums from this drummer, and <laughs> you know, and I mean, she did a good job. Was your mum a musical person as well? Or did she, was she just an avid listener or did I mean, she, she play? Was, she was more of a listener. Right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, how does that how did that then manifest into your style today? Because you played for a lot of different bands, uh, Dwight and Nicole being being one of them. In fact, a, a, a big selection of Bellington 
musical alumni royalty, if you okay. will. Uh, and I, I hear the the rest of the band has got a similar kind of uh, resume. Definitely. So, in terms of the music you have been playing to the music you're playing now, with your, your kind of you know your own I, band, I how's mean, it's evolved? Th this is completely different. I don't I don't think I've ever played in a band like this before. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely not as the lead singer, but um, you know, I have played in in a lot of rock bands, and you know, some of them were indie, some of them were shoegazy or whatever, but um, never uh, with like the, the 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 synth pop sensibility. Yeah, so give me a little bit of background about the band. How did it come together? How did you get? I mean, there's just the two of you here tonight, but as you were mentioning, there's uh, there's another three. Uh, that are missing. So how did the band uh, all first come together and um, when did you decide to start playing? Well, um, my wife has been pushing me to, to start this band for a while. Uh, oh, and like how many, <laughs> 11 years? <laughs> no, not quite 11 <laughs> years, but um, she's been, she's been, she wanted me to start this band uh, for a while and, and just the timing wasn't right. You know, the timing was never right. And about a year ago, the I could not I noticed that the timing was right. <laughs> so did she pick the other musicians to go into the band with you? Was it like, oh, you're yeah. starting this band, and you're starting it with these guys? You know, uh, honestly, my friend Kevin Bloom started a band called the Dead Shakers. Oh yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he just put together such an amazing band that I was like, I want him in my band. And <laughs> So, it makes so it seem a little less impossible. Yeah, so we yeah. kind of pretty fearless. Yeah, we kind of share the band, kind of. Did you? W were you like a headhunter? Were you calling them up in the middle of the night and being like, "Listen, I need you to come around to my house, bring your guitar." Once in the middle of the night. <laughs> I think I sent I sent one of my handlers to, <laughs> to Jeremy's house, and th they made they made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, get, do you get dangled out the window, Jeremy? It was a, this is like a, a Shug Knight move. No, it's actually just millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I kind of wish he came to my house now. I mean, I can't play any instruments, but... So you're in. <laughs> I heard you need a tambourine guy, and I, 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 felt, I feel yeah. like I could, I could fulfill that role. Um, so uh, let's, let's talk a little bit. If I actually, let's hear another song, and then we'll get on to the whole album talk, because I feel like I need a bit more time to talk about that. Executive decision made. Go for it. <laughs> Well, I'd like to get next to you 
And I hope we can see this through. And I wanted to share your heart. Yeah, I knew it right from the start. Whoa, oh, that cookie, you're so tough, oh, yeah. Your long lashes and your curly brown hair. You like dancing and you hit real hard. You try to run me right out of the yard now. Oh, that cookie, you're so tough, oh, yeah. Your long lashes and your curly brown hair. I'd like to get next to you. And I hope we can see this through. And I wanted to share your heart. Yeah, I knew it right from the start. Well, I'd like to get next to you. And I hope we can see this through. And I wanted to share your heart. Yeah, I knew it right from the start. Oh, oh, oh that cookie, you're so tough, oh, yeah. Your long lashes and your curly brown hair. You like dancing and you hit real hard. You try to run me right out of your yard now. Oh, that cookie, you're so tough, oh, yeah. Your long lashes and your curly brown hair. You like dancing and you hit real hard. You try to run me right out of your yard now. Oh, that cookie, you're so tough, oh yeah. Your long lashes and your curly brown hair. You like dancing and you hit real hard now. Try to run me right out of the yard. All right, Cookie by Matthew Mercury. And so that one was another one off the album, um, which, perfect segue. How, how, uh, how was the whole process of getting this album out? When did it first come out? Tell me the story behind this self-titled album. Only just very recently uh -huh. did it come out. Yeah, so <coughs> I think it came out in, uh, uh, on June 14th. But uh, I've been working on this album for a really long time. <laughs> how long? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prob you know, most of these songs, um, except for, with the exception of maybe one or two, uh, I've been working on them for like eight, eight years. Um, yeah, through the, and you know, and like you take a step back. My my uh, my friend Matthew Dublin and I wrote these tunes, and uh, uh, it's just been it's been a really fun process and it's really cool that we finally actually have an album and, and finished it 
I mean, eight years, though, I mean, you've got to have written a lot of songs in that time. You've played for a lot of bands. You've got your own band together now as well. Yeah. A, why now? Uh, B, um, did you pick songs from that eight-year stretch? And if so, it, can you tell when you listen to the records which ones are from, you know, way back when and which ones are newer based on the kind of stylistic choices you've made? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. Um, but to answer your first question... Uh, now was the time um, because I just didn't want to look back on this and, and regret it. Like, mm. have, like, you know, 20, 30 years from now, <coughs> I didn't want to say, oh, you know, you really should have recorded that album because you were sitting on those tunes and, you know, they were good. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, getting those tunes together, though, I mean, from, from that large span of time, how, how hard or how easy was it like picking which ones were right for this album how did you decide that these you know 13 14 tracks were the right ones to put together it was very easy for me because i have been sitting on these songs for a long time so <coughs> you know i let's say like six five years ago six years ago you know i'd be like driving down the road or something i'd say you know what i think cookie would be a really good number seven song <laughs> on a nine song album and here's why because burn right down ends this way, <laughs> you know, and like, and 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 when we actually went into the studio and recorded the real versions of these tunes, all of that was just thrown out the window. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All these series you had at two o'clock in the morning, yes. just all, all of them. Were but just all those series got you there. They yeah, amped <laughs> enough to right. work. Right, uh, and I think obviously the most important important aspect of it, and I've had to listen to the album. Uh, it is it is tight. I mean, there's a lot of people, first albums are, you know, first albums and, you know, like the first pancake you make, you know, it <laughs> tastes good, but it looks a bit, <laughs> yeah, um, but this one, you know, for, for, for a debut album is, is very professional, very clean. Uh, tell me a little bit about the recording process. So the drums were recorded uh, in this really famous studio in New York City called Clinton. It's not around anymore. Um, it w I guess Clinton was the one of the CBS studios. So when we recorded the drums, we recorded them in a room that had 50-foot ceilings and was basically the size of a gymnasium. And we used all of the old mics uh, that were used on like Kinda Blue and, and, and some of those old jazz recordings. Um, so that's how the drums were recorded. Most of them. Most of them, yeah. And then uh, the rest of the album was recorded up at Wayne Gibson Studio in Charlotte, produced by this gentleman oh right nice. here. Hello. <laughs> he was at the helm for 50 sessions over five months. He tabulated that yeah. a little bit. Oh, uh, so this is this was certainly not like a get in the studio, one and done kind of situation. This was a, a meticulous process. Fairly meticulous. Yeah, we had yeah. to re-record some of the tunes um, because, uh, you know, being the, uh, um, I, I just didn't realize that we had to change the key for some of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, sure, I'll be able to sing it in that key. <laughs> and then I just couldn't sing it at all. Mind of a matter was yeah. quite inept. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you've also got, uh, I mean, to pair with it, and uh, you know, the, the album's tight, great tracks, but also the album artwork's amazing. There must have been a lot of cre other creative forces 
involved in this album. So yeah, who who else was part of putting this yeah, together? Uh, Eric Eichmann did the art. Love uh, Eric Eichmann. Yeah, He's yeah. a great artist. Yeah. I think I think I just saw him walking down the road as I came right. here. Actually, yeah. he should have been here for this interview. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, I just questions that we had about you. I met <laughs> Eric through uh, Dwight and Nicole. Uh, they live in the same building, mm. uh, and I just really loved his artwork. Didn't uh, so I've been to his studio. Okay. Um, and I believe he lives there. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, and then if if Dwight and Nicole live there, and I don't know what at least one of the DePont brothers used to live there. So it's a very talented building. <laughs> it clearly is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for for those who uh, whoever wants to go stalk them, it's the it's that ramshackle building at the end of uh, end of the train tracks. Right by, uh, right by the Burlington Stop Waterfront. Outing artists. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't say, Stop I didn't say anything. <laughs> Wait, so it's in, a way, in fact, this is a wonderful building just to look at because it yeah. look, it looks like a, a building of fairy tales. I don't know what building you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep quiet from now on. Right. So it came out in June. Um, I, if you so, tell me a little bit about the the album release party. Kind of what kind of reception have you got so far, and and what's the next steps for you at the moment? So, the reception has been great. Um, we've uh, everyone just seems to be supporting the record and really enjoying it. And I was I was afraid to put it out there um, because you know you can be judged and. <laughs> Uh, people will do that, and that's okay. Uh, I've done that too, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, everyone has been really supportive, and uh, our record re release shows at the Arts Riot, um, and it was great. You know, a bunch of people came out. Um, we uh, we recently were asked to play GPN Grace Potter's Festival. I um, saw that. Yeah, and that was that was a surprise because we've only played two gigs <laughs> oh know, wow we, we played the waking windows festival and we played arts riot and you know we had we had a practice gig at at, at charlie o's in montpelier and that was actually a lot of fun who, who reached out to you for the grace potter gig because that's that's a that's a big deal i mean she's Stop been outing promoters <laughs> <laughs> i believe nick uh reached out to us oh that's yeah. uh and yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a, that's a real big deal because she's been doing that for a number of years, and it's it gets a uh, it seems to be getting bigger and bigger all the time. And there's some great other people on that lineup as well. Some fantastic younger. Oh yeah, younger Mike bands. Now and uh, Lucius, and I mean, there's some awesome bands playing. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, Waking Windows first gig, second gig. That was our that was first our one. first gig. And you're on the gig. yeah. 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 We had we had a we had a practice gig. And then Charlie's not bigger than us. <laughs> and then your second gig was on the rotary stage on on the Sunday for Waking Windows. Yeah, Sunday at five o'clock. Right, I think I was there for that one actually. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. That was our debut show. <laughs> um, and and I thought I thought we did a great job. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was yeah, uh, definitely definitely couldn't tell it was your your first ever real gig, not yeah. a practice gig. Yeah, you play enough gigs, I guess, in your life, and you can just kind of. You're fooling everybody. I've been watching <laughs> a just lot a of front trick. people from behind. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not really sure what they look like up front. <laughs> well, you got away with it, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
I, I did have uh, w one last question before I, I let you plug away, plug away your kind of uh, uh, social media and um, and let you play your last song. Um, I did see uh, a quote from you saying that um, through the years you tried to identify the intersection where desire meets demand. Uh, so in relation to your style and sound, if you were to produce music that was made purely 100% desire, what would that sound like? <laughs> it really would. Turns out he's living the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out I'm living my best this life doing this. This is like 100% distilled you. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, with with help from a bunch of awesome, talented people, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, this this would be this would be the style of music that I would really do. It's just what happens naturally. I mean, when my friend Matt and I sat down and, and wrote these tunes, um, we didn't have, like, a specific thing in mind. We just started writing what came naturally to us, and this is what it, what it, what it was. It turns out to be. Uh, it's even better the fact, you know, your friends helped you out to, to, get, to get this created. Simple as that. <laughs> well, um, as I said, we've got about time for one more song, but before I let you go, um, please plug away any of your social media and um, uh, any other gigs other than the Grace Potter gig. That's you know, coming up. Uh, the Grace Potter gig is our next show, and then after that, we're playing the Rockwood Stage 2 in New York City. Um, oh, and, and the night before Rockwood, we're playing uh, a place in Portsmouth called Book and Bar. And I think that's on October 10th, and the Rockwoods on October 11th. Um, I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Social medias? That that's a Thursday and a Friday, the 10th and 11th. We're playing both nights. In a yeah. Yes. Oh wait a minute. You mean for GPN? Oh no, for GPN. For GPN. We're playing. Uh, playing um, September 14th. That's Saturday, September 14th. Sometime in the afternoon. Word. Late afternoon. Best spot. Yeah, in mm -hmm. between uh, Jay Bengoy and Francesca Blanchard. So that's a nice Bengoy-Francesca sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll be playing drums with Francesca. And you can you can hit us at uh, on Facebook at uh, Matthew Mercury Band. Uh, hit us on Instagram at Matthew underscore Mercury, um, and our website MatthewMercury.com. Sweet. And uh, what song you got left to play that with? Oh no, that's that's gonna be up to Jeremy. We could do Burn Right Down. It's a, it's a it's a hot day, you know. So it's too sweaty to get to get all up all up in the business. Feel your inner
thought I'd stop to say hello. It's such a relic to me, and I, I guess I really have to go, even though it's been lovely. It's hard to tell never show. Oh, I know what you do right. Thought we'd play, remember when? And say, kid, you look all right. Well, it's a long way down. And won't somebody help me? Oh, it's so hard out there. Oh, it's so hard, I know. Well, it's a subtle aching anytime, anywhere. Don't you know to haul it way down? You can't hold on to know the way I am, son. Yeah, I guess you'd come undone. All the time we kiss goodbye. It's shy a century. And I, I never thought to ask you why. So just put it all on me. Oh, it's so hard. so hard, I know. Oh, it's so hard out there. Oh, it's so hard, I know. Well, it's a subtle aching anytime, anywhere. Don't you know to haul the way down? You can't Son, yeah, I guess you come undone. Matthew Mercury there. Ezra, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And best of luck to all the gigs you've got coming up.
some of Matthew Murky. <laughs> Coming out next, we've got the Green Mountain Chamber Music Festival geniuses that are going to uh, give us a fantastic rendition of what they've been doing this summer. Uh, please stick around because this is one of my favorite times of the year um, when they come back in again. So uh, we'll be right back right after the break. <laughs> 